Hey everybody, this is George Wow of the Mana Cooler Podcast. And when I'm not chugging mana, I'm listening to HearthCast with your hosts, Root and Freckleface, part of the Ego Podcasting Network. A new episode starts right now. Hello everybody and thank you for joining us for HearthCast, episode number 180 for Batch 5.3, brought to you by Open Raid. Our topic for this episode is Things We Wish We Would Have Known. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. My name is Root, and I play a goblin warlock. And my name is Freckleface, and I play a goblin hunter. We are a podcast for the casual World of Warcraft player. Coming up in episode number 180 of HearthCast, we have insights with Demonic Rick about the filming of the WoW movie. We're going to be traveling around Azeroth with Dead Guy. We have some casual news. We're going to see what science has to say about the stereotype of the lonely gamer. And there's a Hey Bliss segment. I want to upgrade to Companion Pets, and we'll talk to you a little later. And you have a bonus segment. Bonus segment. Yeah. That's going to be fun. Hey, Freck, how are you? Awesome. How's your week been, IRL? Uh, good. All right. Yeah. Much yeah. No dying characters this week. Oh, that's good. So that's good. No Sims catching on far? No. <laughs> no one's been on far this week. Far? <laughs> I hope I'm on far. Uh, I did tweet about bad experience I had at Sonic, yeah. and to be fair, I talked to the regional man- manager who's going to uh, give us the hookup now. Oh, you haven't gotten it yet. He said to drop his name. Okay. <laughs> They'd be like, Randall? <laughs> <laughs> I got his phone number on my phone, so. He called you? Yeah. All right, so recap. What happened? Okay, recap. It's just a bad night overall. Um out with some friends, there's four of us, and, you know, getting kind of hungry, and we don't end up going out until uh, 9 o'clock. We leave. 9 o'clock at night. Yeah, so okay. I'm already, you know, hungry and kind of grumpy. Sure. I am not one of these little wispy people who forgets <laughs> to eat. You waif. No, I am not waifish. I get very irritable and don't eat. So, we wanted breakfast. Brenner. Yeah, it'd be Brenner, yeah, this time, but we first decided to go to Denny's. Sure, that's a great place to go for Brenner. And we went to the good Denny's. <laughs> the bad Denny's closed up. So wow. now there's just the good Denny's left, but I think the good Denny's might have morphed into the I was going to say, Denny's. isn't it by default just the Denny's now, if the bad one uh, closed? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> so we went there first. Um, the restaurant was about a quarter full. Sure. You know, no okay. big deal. Yeah. Um, sat down, we're given menus. Menu. Their menu looks amazing now. They have oh. like pancakes, bacon, everything. Not even that. Like, they have apparently you can get like a sundae with your pancakes, like chocolate and white chocolate chips inside with hot fudge sauce and Sweet. peanut butter sauce. Awesome. It looked amazing. Yeah. I will never know how good it was because we sat there for 20 minutes before anyone even took a drink order. Okay. So, didn't they come back with your drinks? 
No, they no. not even took in our drink order. Oh, they had. We just taken. sat down. Oh, okay. Twenty minutes of nothing happening. Wow. Of like the server rushing by, say I'll be with you in a minute. Like okay. So and you were at least acknowledged. Yes, but nothing happened, and we ended up just walking out. Okay. And just left the minis on the table. Sure. And there was a Sonic nearby, and yeah. so we went there. America's driving. Yeah, and it seemed Come out to be roller skates and. Car hopping and yeah, the day for all our skates and yeah. it, it was a little busy, but we're thinking okay, maybe I have to wait a little bit. Um, so place to order in the little machine, yeah. use your credit card right, paid. Right, right. It's about nine fifty by this time, so Ooh. obviously you know very hungry. What'd you order? Um, ordered chili dog. Oh, Frank, what? Do not order a chili dog at ten till ten. Okay. Ever again. Ever again. Never. That's not the time to order a Sonic chili. What should I have ordered? Something light, like, I don't know, a piece of lettuce. Okay. Or some bread. Some bread. Not a chili dog at 10 till 10. But anyhow, go continue, please. Okay, regardless. So we're sitting on the tables, and it is a nice night. It's actually one of those rare July nights that wasn't stupid hot. (laughs) Right. I mean, Florida's got two settings. Hot in construction? Pretty much. Stupid hot and, <laughs> oh, you know, pleasantly hot. cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So it's cool. And uh, we noticed no one around us is getting food after about 20 minutes. Starting to get a little anxious. One uh, of our friends volunteered to walk next door to go to 7-Eleven, get a pack of playing cards. Do you bring back drinks or anything? Slushies, Slurpees, whatever they got there? <laughs> we should have. But we kept on thinking, surely the food is about to get here. Surely. You already surely. paid for it. I already paid yeah. for it. A little slide machine there. Yeah. So after about 35 minutes, I catch a waitress, and she, I was like, well, do you know about when it'll be out? And she just looks panicked, like deer in the headlights. She's like, I don't know what to tell you. I'm the only one here. I just, I'm working as hard as I can. I just, I don't know. Whoa. I'm like, okay. And then I hear this guy behind me. He's like, excuse me, can I speak to the manager? And I hear him and the manager get into an argument, and the customer's dropping the F-bomb, because apparently he'd been waiting for an hour and a half. Whoa. And something about the son having taken medication, and the guy was like, oh, no, no, it's, it's right up, it's right here. And the guy's like, I don't want it anymore. And it's on for a while, I haven't listened to that, so I'm thinking, okay. That's I not a re- good sign. <laughs> if I run a refund, I'm going to have to go through a huge hassle. Yeah. But I'm also thinking, I'm already stuck here. Anywhere I want to go... Gonna have to do this process again. Ten till ten. It's probably what ten thirty now, right? Yeah, yeah. ten thirty. So, and I warned people when they came up. Like these these two guys come up, teenagers. They're looking at the board. I'm like, guys, we've been sitting here for forty minutes. Whoa! Don't order here. Like, okay. And he turned around and left. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, random strange person. Like, I wish someone had done that for me. Right? Um. Yes. Yeah, so the food came out after an hour. Hour. A solid hour. Oh. I was watching my my phone very closely. <laughs> You have a timer on your phone. Yeah, I hadn't timed it. I just watched the time. And then I also looked at the time on the receipt. Oh. The receipt's printed right then in the order. Yeah, true. So not only that, like, you know, you're anticipating this food. Chili dog. For an hour. Chili dog. And it comes out. Oh, yeah. Uh, what? I mean, like, it was, it was okay, right? but it wasn't hot. And the tater tots were not hot. They were, like, uh, kind of on the cold side. Uh, and the drinks are watered down. So your food probably been sitting back in there for, like, an hour. Yeah. And she's just trying to get stuff out, get stuff That's out. That's what I don't understand. I mean, Do I don't need help? I don't know much about the process. That I've never worked fast food, so I don't know. Apparently neither have they. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> for an hour. <laughs> you talk about. I don't know why it was made and sitting on the counter and paid for and wasn't brought out to me. 
Yeah, be like, can I help you? I have my receipt. Is if, it, if it's done, I'll pick it up myself. Yeah, you exactly. Know? But you know, they're all closed off, and they'd probably look at you if you came back there. <laughs> Throw a stern look in your general direction. Be like, <laughs> I'm just here for my food that I've paid for. Thank you. Yeah. So okay. So, so yeah. So went home, and I'm feeling very grumpy because grumpy. at this point, you know, we left at nine, thinking. We'll pick up something quick to eat. Yeah. And then didn't get back home until 1130. Oh, midnight, practically. Yeah, now we're feeling kind of sick and like, oh, I waste all that time. And so I decided, you know, to put in a little comment. First, I tried their social media. Some companies are really good about that. If you say on Twitter, like, hey, I had a bad experience. Yes. They'll try to help you. Okay. And my tweet was not acknowledged. (laughs) Okay. I know why, but we'll talk about it in a second. Continue. Uh, so just filled out a form online, um, you know, detailing what happened. And Give it a one star. Uh, there wasn't really rating. It was just, oh, just you know, describing uh, where I was and when and what happened. And uh, I got a phone call from the regional manager and, you know, apologized, explained, you know, what had happened. What had happened? Uh, well, it's just like their general manager was on leave. Oh, so they so- had a substitute manager. Right. And he said, apparently they're not doing their jobs. I have to do some, make some changes. Make some changes. We're going to make some changes around so, here. But he, he's very personal and he apologized. And I said, well. <laughs> he sounds like death. No, he didn't sound like death. <laughs> he's fine. <laughs> he's, and I said, well, what can you do to get me back in the door? And he's like, oh, you're on me. Just just go to the store and tell him uh, Pete sent you. And we'll, I'll give you three combo meals. That should be enough for you and you know, have your brain. I was like, well, there are four of us. <laughs> it's like, okay, four of them. <laughs> You know, I'd be like, we're Sonic. We don't have doors. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I, so, and the, and the only reason I bring that up is because I did, you know, go on Twitter. And so okay. I didn't want to leave that unresolved. Did you tweet from your heart, your HearthCast That's the only one I have. Oh, okay, that's true. I don't have a regular one. And check this out. Okay. You'll, you'll like this, right? Okay. We are uh, using this new uh, ticketing system. Mm-hmm. For our managed services at Riptide, just got it today. I was looking at it last week. I'm like, this looks really cool. Um, got the go ahead for the purchasing of the licenses. I'm setting this thing up right. It integrates with social media, okay, with Facebook and Twitter. It can monitor your Twitter and all this other kind of stuff. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, this is cool. Someone tweets, you get a ticket assigned. It's pretty neat, right? It's got a rule that says if this ticket comes in from Twitter. And the person who tweeted this has more than 5,000 followers. Escalate this to high priority. <laughs> That's smart. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed about that. I said, ah, you know what? <laughs> I've been a, on the receiving side of this before. Yeah. So that is true. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was pretty funny that that happened. So, yeah. Because I always thought like people sat there and monitored their Twitter, but they don't. They, they get a little ticket in their email that says, hey, and they can respond from the whole system and it tweets it back out and everything. It's kind of cool. Yeah, it depends on the company. Some of them are just, some of them are just there to like you know tweet about their promotions. Sure, and they of don't course. actually well a lot of bother with the, the customer service aspect. A lot of them also have, well, just like you said, they have the customer service account specifically mm-hmm. for customer service. A lot of times you'll see like you know Acme and then Acme underscore CS. Oh. So you want to look for that CS? Interesting, uh, like Blizzard CS. It, there you go. How about that? Amazing. Hmm. Who I actually interchanged some tweets with. Uh, this I saw week. that. That was kind of fun. And I saw you weren't following me, and I got mad. What? I don't know. I have no <laughs> idea what happened. I'm following you now. I did see so that. Yeah. I have no idea what happened. So thank you for calling me out on <laughs> the show for that. Um, hey, how's your weekend, Wow Ben? Uh good. Yeah. Um, did a little more rare hunting. 
little bit of mage leveling. Uh, I got the compass. Yay. Yay, congratulations. From your yeah. crick, so I don't have to kill him anymore. We're cool now. We're cool. Can I kill him now again? Because you banned me. Yes, you can kill him him. now again. Yes. (laughs) You actually banned me from killing him. When I wasn't around. Yes. Because you were winning it without me (laughs) and having to delete it into space. I didn't even delete it. You couldn't even loot it. It stayed on. Okay, it disappeared into space. Yeah. It's making me upset. Um, I also tamed a hexapose. What is a hexapose? Hexapose is the rare stealth hunter pet that travels around in dread waste. Like I had talked a few weeks ago about tracking down the Quillen. Yes. And the Veil. Yeah. In Dreadways, there is a Finn Strider that's white. So it's the only Ooh. white one in the game that you can tame. It looks pink, but that's what the skin is called, white. You okay. know the Finn yeah. Striders yeah, are? Yeah, like yeah, the big yeah, tall yeah. things? Like we fought yeah. a few of them in the... Zingamarsh. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you have a little pet? A little companion pet? I did. It's not the same color. Oh. well, it's just But yeah, it's, it's the same. Um, and it functions exact same as a water strider, so um, it casts a thing that lets you you and your pet walk on water. Sweet, just neat. That's awesome. Um, yeah, that was really fun. I printed out a map like this full color page map. Someone had posted on Wowhead under the mob's name that just had a drawing of their path. Oh, okay. And it was perfect. Really? I just held up the printout and I looked at my map and I just oh, followed it. Nice, very yeah. cool. And I found it pretty quickly after starting to do that. So, yeah, it was like my uh, my white whale, my white Finn Strider. <laughs> cool. No, that's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. How about you? Uh, let's see. Harold. Been working on Harold, the, the uh, my undead priest, shadow priest, uh-huh. I should say. Um, he is now like 52, 53, something like that. Um, You're still ahead of me. Oh, I'm cruising. You won't be when I use my potions. I know. But I'm saving them. Yeah. Um. Having a blast right now with the the Shadow Priest. Not good. It is, um, yeah, there's only like a couple spells that I get that I'm like, okay, well, well, thanks. You know, (laughs) most everything else is just, you know, super fun. I'm really enjoying it. Uh, I really, just the, the kind of, the dots, I mean, just everything that that it's got, it kind of fits with the way I like to play. Mm -hmm. So, I'm still trying to figure out like what to do with multiple targets. Yeah, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm really good one on one. I get into multiple multiple targets. I'm like, man, I don't know. I'll just I, I fear guess one. I don't want to fear one. Why not? Because it may bring back friends or something. That's else. how you get a glyph, so it just stays in. Oh, place. Oh, stays in place. Yeah. yeah, I guess I could do that. No, but I just like I like target, 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 and then I'm dropping like power word or death or whatever the you know thing is on them. The first thing. Drop I got gotcha. you. Yeah, it's fun. Been running some dungeons, at least a dungeon a day doing that. And uh, you know, I should have just switched characters. What I mean? have an eighty-five priest, right? And you have an eighty-five mage. Oh yeah, no, but no, I couldn't have done it because I'm. I'm this is going to be a herald tune. It needs to be eighty. Oh, that's true. You're right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, herald, herald of titan. And I realized, hello, I need to go get my guild herald. So I could be Herald, Herald of Titans with my Guild Herald. Yeah, you do. I mean, come on. Isn't <laughs> <laughs> that not the coolest thing? Yeah, that is. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, Dead Guy pointed that out. So uh-huh. he's on later on. So it's, yeah. Um, what else, man? What else have I been doing? Not a whole lot. Oh, the uh, I got an update for you on uh, on my auction house um, dealings. Yeah, too say. much ore. Well, I had all the ore and I converted it into ghost iron bars. You had too many bars. 
um, had. Yeah, okay. they sold, right? So I was tracking it, and they did not. They were not selling as fast as I wanted them to sell. I did not enjoy that that market. It doesn't move fast enough for me. Mm-hmm. So I tracked it down until I was, had made a profit. I was like, okay, I'm profitable at this point in time. So the rest of this is just cake. I've made all my money back that I would have made, you know, having sold the ghost iron ore. So moving forward, this is all profit. This was hard to track because for a while I was buying inventory off of the auction house. So it wasn't like I was just out farming this and thinking this is how much my time is worth. Right. So there was a monetary investment. So once that monetary investment had cleared, everything else was profitable. And I kind of crashed the market. I undercut everybody. I'm like, you want to cut me? I'm going to cut you by a copper. I'm going to cut you. Rude. Yeah. Well, hey. <laughs> so unlike you. I had fun. Well, that's good. It was fun. And then, um, so yeah, was, I didn't make as much. Like I told you before, like I think last show I said I should like double my money and all this. I didn't double it quite, but I made a profit and then I had fun getting rid of the rest of it. And I cleaned the house, man. I went through, I've got greens and stuff, and I'm like, get rid of it, get rid of it, get rid of it. <laughs> so that's fun to do. When you end up with, like, one day your bags are completely full, and then you throw everything. You ha- I had over 100 auctions on the auction I was going. Whoa. So when you have, like, over 100 auctions on the auction, I remember when I put up all the, the ore and stuff, I'm like, hmm, that's going to take a while to post. <laughs> <laughs> Guess I'll, uh, I don't know. Oh, I remember what I was doing. I was doing <laughs> I was doing that, and I was doing a, a, a Windows installation next to it on a computer for a customer. <laughs> and, and people were like, what are you doing? I'm working. How are you working in your well? Because I'm working on this other computer. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, that's all right. It was fun. Um, so that's been about it. Yeah, man, leveling, leveling the uh, the Shadow Priest. That's, that's fun. Now, the other night, I was about to log off, tired, you know, old man would go to sleep. And I get a message from the raid team going, hey, we're about to go take off or take down um, uh, Tortoise on heroic mode. We're going to go check it out. And I'm like, okay, y'all have fun. And they're like, no, no, you're coming with us. We're just going to go check out the mechanics first time in. We want to go see it. I was like, no, y'all have fun. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm going to bed. They're like, no, 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 you're coming with us. Invite pops up. I'm like, oh, okay. So I accept the invite. We go in there and check out. It's kind of cool to see the different mechanics in Heroic like that. That was neat. So you went in there to wipe? Yeah. Cool. And just to learn the mechanics. And yeah. see, I mean, But it was with the knowledge that we are not going to get this done. Right. We are here not to complete this. We are here to see the mechanics. Hmm. And, you know, see what we need to do and, and start, far, you know, planning out the strategy. So that was kind of cool to see that. So did you go in there with the clothes in your bank? My clothes in my bank. So you wouldn't get durability? Oh, no, no, no. I went in there full. Okay. And um, uh, so we wiped a couple times, you know, figured out the mechanics. That was kind of cool. Stuff happens a lot faster, and there's other things you got to worry about, like this little bubble around you and everything. And they're like, okay, we're done with that. Let's uh, switch it to normal mode, and let's let's kill them. Well, okay, switch to normal mode, killed them. Uh, and we went and got, like, Sagaris or whatever the, the dragon thing is. Magaris? Magaris? Mm-hmm. Whatever. Right. I don't know what it is. And uh, I got a pair of, of like 528 boots off of trash. Awesome. So that was cool. I'm like, yeah, I'll take that. Mm-hmm. And uh, then we killed that thing and I logged off. But 
don't know, it, was just, it was one of the things like, no, 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 I don't want to go. Yeah, we're going. It's okay, cool. Y'all have fun. No, no, no. You're coming with us. No, no, no. I'm, I'm going. I'm going to go to bed. I gotta be up and early. Another bing. Okay. <laughs> I guess I'm going. And then I end up enjoying it. So they were they were right. That was fun. That was awesome. cool. So I appreciate the guild and the uh, raid team for tagging me along with that one. Freck, before you read this email, um, we need to make a little bit of a PSA on this one. Okay. That PSA is, uh, later on in the show, Dead Guy is joining us. He doesn't know about this uh, yet. So, time-wise, he, prior to being on our show to record his segment, has not read the contents or seen the contents of this email. So, with that, Freck... I turn it over to you. And this is from Diz the Warlock, a.k.a. Donnie. And he says, I love it when Dead Guy from Open Raid comes on the show. And not so much that he is awesome or has a vast amount of knowledge that he shares. The thing I like the most is, and what I look forward to, is a little something I like to call the Dead Guy Heavy Sigh. And it never fails. It will show its head at least once during his segment. So what is the Dead Guy Heavy Sigh? Well, let me preface this with it is not my intention to call out a certain individual or to point out something that's probably obvious to most of your listeners. But there comes a time when Dead Guy is deep in explanation of a topic when Root will chime in with a question. And mind you, more often than not, to me, it is a perfectly legitimate question. Then here it comes. The Dead Guy Heavy Sigh. Which translates into either Root, I can't believe you asked me that question. Or, Root, I can't believe you don't know what I'm talking about. OMG, it just makes me laugh hysterically. I've even turned it into a little game I like to play called Dead Guy Heavy Sigh Callout. As soon as Root starts to chime in, I start contemplating if this verbiage will bring out the Dead Guy Heavy Sigh. And before Root is finished talking, I'll decide if it will or won't bring it out. My track record of being correct or incorrect was a hit or miss in the early goings, but I'm getting pretty good at guessing correctly lately. Anyway, I bet there are so many things like this to give your listeners enjoyment that, for the most part, I'm sure you had no intention of doing or have planned out. It's just a testament to the fact that you two can entertain us just by being you. Keep up the great work slash fun. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Yes. That is funny. We know that sigh well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hear it more often than most. <laughs> we, um... We actually call it breaking dead guy. So, but breaking him is a little more than the side. Well, that's when he gets flustered. Yeah, that's different. That's true. Okay, I'll give you that. That's true. Like, the, but that is one of my goals as well to break him. Yeah. And it that started with uh, something I had said or whatever, and he just he couldn't answer at all and made the weirdest noise. <laughs> and his his brother who was in the same room, we're on vent. And his brother's in the same room, chimes in and goes, you just broke dead guy. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, uh, it was, it was fun. But yes, the dead guy heavy sigh. You're getting your geographies mixed up. That's what happened. My, oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Well, oh, that's nothing new. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, listen for that. Everybody else can now play along with this game that uh, the Diz has pointed out. Um I won't ruin it to tell you if it's there or not this week. You have to listen for it. Yeah, to listen yeah. for it. That is <laughs> dead guy's eye. Uh, that's that's hilarious. That's full of win, as they you young kids say. Nobody says anymore. Oh, 
Dang. <laughs> <laughs> Thought I was getting hip. Guess not. Jeez. Like us at Facebook.com slash Hearthcast. Is Facebook still cool? Um, <laughs> I used it, so yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, then, there you go. Oh, boy. Today's totally tantalizing topic. 13 things we wish we knew when we were noobs. Brought to you by Open Raid. Open Raid allows players to form both cross-realm and local raid teams for scheduled or pickup runs for current and old content. Check out OpenRaid.org for more information. You know, Frank, when you start playing a game, and after a while you've been playing it for, you know, a little bit, whatever, month or two, or in some cases years. Right. And there's things that, that you find out along the way. They're not in any kind of documentation book, usually not. Um, they might be on forums, or a lot of people consider just like quote-unquote common knowledge. And then you find out about that kind of stuff, and you kind of go, oh, I wish I knew that, because that would have been really, really, really helpful. And just things you kind of realize after playing for quite a while that you just wish you had known or realized back when you first started. Yeah. Yeah. Like... Naming a character is something you really shouldn't rush into. Naming a night elf Legolas is uh that's not unique. It's not original or creative. I don't know how many night elves with that name I've seen. It should be like an instant ban. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you named your night elf Legolas. <laughs> Gimp. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I have the temptation, too, because whenever I make a new character, I'll say, oh, I want to make a mage. Then I pick the race, and then I, you know, go to the hairstyles and spend a while on those. And then I get to the name part, and I just get kind of anxious to play. I'm like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes it's bad when you, you like, spend all the time on the name, and then you go, it's taken. I know, that's awful. <laughs> And number two, if you like a name that is being sat on, put in a ticket. I mean, I don't know this, but uh, the game masters don't like it when people sit on a name. They have like a, a low level tune or whatever that's hasn't been played in months or years, and they're not going to play it again. But it's a fairly popular name that someone else would want. Put in a ticket; they'll unlock it for you. Yeah, that's how how my hunter shoot got his name because uh-huh. it was something else, and um. It was, I, I got told, hey, why don't you just put in a ticket? Because somebody else had that name. And they said, you should put in a ticket. I'm like, they're not going to do anything. They put in a ticket. I'm like, oh, okay. And sure enough, the game master was like, yeah, we'll free that up for you. So I was, shoot. They even changed it for me. Awesome. You have to go and change the name or anything. It was awesome. Authenticators, Freck, uh, should come with a game. Like, you shouldn't even be able to log in with that one. It should be standard. Because if you don't have one, your account's going to get compromised. We just had another guy in the guild get his account compromised, and it's a it's a hassle mm-hmm. to go through. And um, if they know that that is an issue, it should just come standard. Or you should at least be extremely uh, made aware, like, you know, that that is available for you to purchase or get for free. You know, they should make that just more blatantly obvious. Another thing, Frank, I wish I would have known is just how much I would come to loathe Tuesdays. Really? Yeah. Hate them. It disrupts my entire 
pattern of things. You know, sometimes in the morning I like to get up and do my farming and get up mm-hmm. in the morning. I'm like, what? what, what? Oh, because you get up early. Yeah, and sometimes it's not early enough, or sometimes right. it's okay, but sometimes you know they're they're already doing maintenance. Yeah. Or then inevitably something will happen, and I'm I'm at I'm home on a Tuesday, and it's like I'm home on a Tuesday. I get no, I can't. Also, you think it's going to be up at what is two o'clock for o'clock. us? Yeah, <laughs> and extended maintenance. Yeah. Well, think how like the, the the Australians feel because they're like twelve hours different from the East Coast time. Hmm. So, so that's right in their prime time. It's their prime time, yeah. man. They're like, I guess we're not playing tonight. Yeah. Oh yeah, they wrap the thing with that. <laughs> exactly. Battle Panda just cries on Tuesdays. <laughs> and something I wish I'd realized right when I first started was that if you add someone to your friends list, make a note of how you met. You, you know how you can do that? Yeah, and then, add yeah. note. Yeah. Right-click, yeah. add note. Because yeah. otherwise, you'll probably never group with them again. I mean, if you're leveling, you run a dungeon, you click with someone, it's like, cool, add me as a friend. You're like, okay. And later on, you're like, who is this person? Exactly. <laughs> then you're deleting them because you cannot figure out who it is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Who are you? Why did I add you as a friend? Yeah. And it mostly applies to, you know, named characters, especially if you're trying to keep track of some of these alts. Uh, we can also be helpful too with battle tag friends, depending on like we have like we were in open raids. So sometimes right. we have like open raid battle tag yeah. people on there. And yeah, make a little note and make it something you'll understand. Don't be like grouped with this guy. So what's that mean? Very true. See, I used to have that problem as a as a as a coder as a developer. I would make comments in my code, and like so because you go back weeks, years, whatever later. And you're like, why did I do that? You know, and most of the time my comments are pretty good, but then other times I've literally have a comment that went, "Don't know, setting a hard code of value, we'll figure it out later." I'm like, I never went back and figured that out, <laughs> you know. But it's a comment that says, "I have no idea. I'm tired of this." So nothing tells even cursing it. It's pretty bad. Oh. Yeah, tired of this. Blah blah blah. <laughs> <laughs> and this is what's going to be. I can't get it to work. This is a dumb fix, but here it is. Yeah, so. Yeah, same uh, type difference. You know, you want to make comments that you understand about that for people. Sure. Too. RNG, Freckleface, is the son of a motherless goat. <laughs> That's all. That's true. Yeah, to to quote one of our, our friends on Vote to Kick. That's all I got to say about that. Don't need elaboration on that? Nope. People have different definitions of what is fun in the game, and most of it you might disagree with. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, I kind of know someone that we both know that likes to corp camp people. Corpse camp them. Sit on their dead bodies when they spawn, they'll go to the <laughs> kill them. <laughs> and then go to the gravestone so that when they when they <laughs> release right there, they learn to kill them too. Right. Yeah. That's that to me not fun, but they Kate they have fun doing that then, or you know pet battles. You haven't tried it. That's right. I don't think it's fun. How do you know? Because I know. You don't know. I know. You don't know. I don't know. You don't know. I almost 
accidentally I, I took the quest from the trainer because I didn't know what it was. Right. <laughs> Did that. You watched me battle at least. Yeah, and it was boring. Because you're not actually seeing what's going on. It was boring. Sat there and you cried. I don't want my tune to cry. <laughs> Root like doesn't cry. There's no crying in WoW. He does when your pet dies. I don't have a pet to die. You will when you pet battle. I'm not going to pet battle. So there, Root won't cry. That's a sad reason not Big to Roots don't cry. Really? Yeah. I, yeah. This is World of Warcraft, not the crying game. <laughs> not World of Crycraft? <laughs> not World of Crycraft. <laughs> Which, by the way, thank you for uh, changing your your T-Mog set. Looks very nice. I'm covered up now. Yeah, it's no no longer World of Slutcraft with you. Well, it's not that bad. No. But now I just have a little bit of tummy show and that's it. Yeah, it matches your shoulders. dragon is a bow. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. As your weapon, your crossbow. Exactly. Or whatever, yeah. Another thing, Freck, I didn't realize that pretty much almost like almost every expansion, they're going to change something drastic about your class. You're going to have to relearn everything. Like stuff changes enough that what you used to do doesn't work anymore. So you have to right. relearn how to play. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that was going to happen. You know, all the time you spend setting up macros and doing your mouse overs and getting your muscle memory all just, it's good for about a year, year and a half, two years. Then all of a sudden, they're going to change everything. Last time I played a hunter, we still needed ammo. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or you had mana. When did the hunters have yeah, mana? Yeah, we had mana. I don't know. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. We had to feed your pet. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd be like, because I used to send you like clam meat and stuff so you could feed your hunter pet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know what? Every change is going to bring about some amount of griping. Yeah, you cannot it's, please everybody. No. No. There's going to be people QQ, and there's people are going to be like all happy jappy. And... But the crazy thing is that people are all happy. They don't make as much of a, of, a, of a ruckus, we'll say, as the people who are angry. They tend to, you know, like I bet you never caught a guy at Sonic and went, man, that was the best chili dog I ever had. Are you saying I don't respond when I have a positive experience? Most people don't. I'm less likely to, yeah, as are most people. Yeah. But not to say it's never happened. Oh, no. it's I mean, it's few and far between, unless mm-hmm. you get exceptional, you know. But if it's just run to the middle. Yeah, I think there's a statistic about that. I think people share with 10 people when they have a bad experience and only, I think, four when they have a good. Yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah. I think I've heard that, those numbers, which I'm sure are scientifically proven. Of course. By aliens. So, <laughs> something I learned here recently, actually, I should have known this ahead of time, but um, you will replace your computer at least once to keep on playing. Yeah, I've done that. Done it twice now. Yeah. yeah. Twice. Yeah. Cataclysm? Well, I didn't replace, I got a new computer for, in, in, during Cataclysm, and it happened to. Yeah, of course. I mean, we have been playing for six years. Yeah. About time basically. So even if we weren't playing WoW, if we were just playing gaming in general, probably just still need computers in general. Oh yeah. If you got a computer that's six years old, 
I mean, unless all you're doing is and basic it, yeah, word processing. Surfing. Well, even surfing because like the browsers will become newer and then they won't be the stuff will work. Uh, it's true. not compatible. They're embedding HTML5 and all this. And so, yeah, you end up having to replace your computer for a web browser, which is redonkulous. There's a conspiracy somewhere in there. And I think we both wish we knew that it will change the dynamic of your family life and your friends. Yeah. Yeah. To some extent. Yeah, I never uh I never talked to Mrs. Root before I decided to get into WoW. You didn't ask her ahead of time? No. I mean no. she knew I she knew I liked games. She uh-huh. knows I'm like, you know, first person shooter. Well, I, I wasn't into like fast, but I was into like Ghost Recon first person, where if you got shot, it mattered. You know, and she knew I kind of, I played EverQuest. She knew that, but my time in EverQuest was very limited. It was like after the kids, because I had infants. It was after they were down and in bed and, you know, but then when I started playing WoW, I never asked her. And then all of a sudden it's like this huge, you know, part of our lives now. So. Any friends too? Friends. Yeah. Um, I used to have them in real life. (laughs) Yeah. I actually had a person not be my friend because of WoW. Really? Yeah. Because I spent two because they always wanted to do something. I'm like, well, um well, um, I'm raiding tonight. Because you know, we were like raiding on Friday nights. Yeah. And if Friday night is raid night and this person was like, Well, let's go, let's go to the karaoke, let's go to this. Uh-huh. I'm like, Yeah, I gotta, I gotta 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 raid. Oh. Gotta be back uh ten o'clock. Gotta raid. Uh, so we do karaoke till like eight thirty nine nine fifteen. I got to be back at ten. They're gone. Mm-hmm. They're not in my life anymore. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's sad. <laughs> uh, it also, frack in that same vein, it will affect your work or your studies. Absolutely. You're gonna skip class. You're gonna call out. I'm real sick today. Oh yeah, the expansion just came out. <laughs> <laughs> I know when um, when Mop came out, the CEO of Riptide, prior to Mop coming out, wanted to know the dates of Mop coming out, and told me expressly told me I could not take off the first week after that. Oh, he's like, you cannot take these days off. I'm like, well, why not? He goes, because this is Mop release. <laughs> I'm like so, and he goes, you're gonna be here. <laughs> You'll be here working. <laughs> you're not taking the time off. I'm like, okay. But I think we've either all personally or know of somebody who has called out sick or taken a personal day or taken time off or whatever the case might be, skip the class, skip the test, skip the meal, skip the movies to play well. And this might be specific just me, but my subscription plan is on a, a three month payment. Okay. You just give them extra money then. I'll take the extra money. I I don't like committing. I always keep thinking. I was like, well, I don't know if I'm going to be still playing in three months. Are you? Every single time. I don't know if I'm going to be playing in three months. <laughs> I didn't want the commitment, but you know what? If I just bought the annual thing you every just, time. Yeah, you save your money. I know. You mean you're not going to know in three months? You'll be playing in three months. Well, I could be dead, but you know. 
I think they'll let you out of your contract if you're not. <laughs> think so. Pretty sure. It's already paid. What are they going to do? I don't know. Refund it to something. No. <laughs> that ain't the award. But still, I mean, that logic, three months is a waste, too. Just not as big of a waste, I guess. Uh, I just get the annual. The one time I got the annual was one time they forced us to, and then I got mad. Oh, yeah. that yeah. was Yeah, you, you thought it was a bunch of conspiracy. What's conspiracy? Getting you to commit to it. And it then, was. They, then after everybody got in, they're like, oh, by the way, no new content. For a year. Ha-ha. <laughs> gotcha. Lols. <laughs> Joke's on you. Yeah. I always get the year, and then the thing about the year that you have to be careful about is, um, like, your credit card expires, like, after, what, two, four, six oh, years, whatever your plan true. is, right? And so if, if you don't keep your credit card with them up to date, then... Uh, then every time you have to update it. Yeah. No, that's not a big deal. So I have a way around that now. Okay. I just buy stuff in the Blizzard store all the time. Okay. And then I know, <laughs> oh, hey, my credit card's still good. <laughs> that is an interesting shortcut. Spend more money. <laughs> the Blizzard store. Right. And your credit card information will always be up to date, and therefore they can always charge you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> With no delay. Exactly. See, they're, they do that for our convenience. Of course. Exactly. <laughs> And here pretty soon, you won't even have to leave the game to buy this stuff. I know. You can just buy your pets and your mounts and everything else right there. Yep. How awesome is that? They care so much. They do. They it's do. all about convenience. It really is. If this else. is a life, you know, lifestyle <laughs> change for the game of a while. <laughs> They're so awesome to us. But, I mean, there are, I mean, a lot of these things that we talked about, for a lot of people, were blatantly obvious because they either had past gaming experience or... Kind of knew what to expect, you know. Like, there's a guy at at, at Riptide who I've told him several times he should play. Wow, I was like, you should check it out. He's like, I can't. I was like, you can't. Why? Why can't you? I don't understand. Because I have an addictive personality. He's like, if I try it and I like it, it will consume my entire life. He's aware of that. Which is pretty respectful. In my so you can't play any games. He plays some games, but if it's something that is like truly addicting, mm-hmm. which he believes WoW would be truly addicting to him, then he doesn't. He can't. He he just cannot allow himself to do that. So, yeah, that's kind of cool that he can that he realizes that. I don't have how like really get that thought across that that he knows his limitation and doesn't put himself in that situation is, is admirable. That's what I'm saying. Now, if there's some stuff that you wish you would have known about the game prior to getting involved, let us know. Hit us up on the Twitters, the Facebook, email, SpeakPipe, the whole works. If you're going to survive Azeroth, you better bring your A-game. You better be ready. You better listen to the insights of Demonic Rick. Hey everybody, this is Demonic Rick, the blind warlock from Airy Peak US and at Demonic Rick on Twitter. I have an insider scoop for you guys. This scoop is about the World of Warcraft movie. You might know already that 
Duncan Jones, the director, actually showed a little teaser trailer at Comic-Con. This teaser trailer hasn't made it online as of yet. Now, according to a TV news station called Global BC, Blizzard has already started filming in Vancouver, British Columbia. Now, they also explained that unless the government is able to give the studio some tax breaks while they film the movie, the chili company Blizzard Entertainment will have to give the cold shoulder to the Great White North. Personally, I hope that they don't go anywhere. Not just because they're in my neck of the woods, but because I don't want to see any more delays on this movie. Being legally blind, it's not like I'm great at stalking people, or even spotting a person out in the crowd. So if they do stay, somebody from the movie would literally have to walk right into me. Again, you can follow me on Twitter, at DemonicRick. See you later, guys. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm excited about that WoW movie. That is going to be awesome. Yeah. I cannot wait. I heard a rumor that it's going to be about Cadgar Medivh. Oh, yeah, I saw the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Which is good because I know a lot of people love the Medivh character. That's true. So that's going to make a lot of people happy. I think there's more of a compelling argument for doing a movie about Arthas, though. Yeah, the problem is that's so played out. We've all seen it. We've all experienced it. Well, true. And you don't want to go, I mean, I don't. I would rather learn more, experience a different chapter in WoW lore mm-hmm. than, you know, go somewhere and see the storyline that I've already seen, played, oh, experienced. Gotcha. To be like, yeah, I did that. Mm-hmm. But that's not how I, because how I went through ICC is going to be different than how a lot of other people went through ICC. If you were a bear tank, the most of you saw in ICC was like, Lich King's butt or crotch or wherever you were <laughs> versus, you know, range you're seeing, you know, your way back. So it would just be a different take. And I, I, I wouldn't enjoy that. But this is interesting to me. We'll see how, what storyline they go with and how it gets developed. But it's I like the fact that they've chosen Medivh because that's going to be it's a very rich, deep character. So a lot of people will be happy. You also excited about this coming out? Uh, what? There is a WoW children's book. To getting them young. Yeah. Start them. <laughs> it's being written by Chris Metzen. Really? It's going to be called Snow Fight. I wonder who uh, who Chris Metzen's going to get to edit for for uh, for content and approval. Because you remember they, they were talking like with with uh, Christy Golden. Uh-huh. She'll say she'll write something, submit it to Blizzard, and they're like, yeah, I know. Right. Right. Who's going to tell Chris Metzen, yeah, no, what do you think? And he'd be like, yo, I'm Ghostcrawler. I said it happened. Okay. It's probably not gonna be too much of a like plot though. A baby thrall. That's true. A little baby. I don't know. Do you think their purpose of it is that they're trying to hook in kids young or that they're trying to give something else to parents of young children? Or is it the fact that their audience is growing up and now has children and wants right. something to sh- you know Right. Bedtime story. Uh-huh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Little Junior, now that we've killed the orcs <laughs> and slayed the dragons, let's read a bedtime story. <laughs> Once upon a time, there is an orc named Thrall. Thrall has beheaded over 300 humans. <laughs> and you know what's cool is is that, like, you know how you read, you, you go, like, every day you queue up for your dungeon and stuff? Well, it's uh-huh. like the same thing. Yeah, let's read the book again because kids want to read books yeah, over probably. and over and over. <laughs> 
You're like, it's a grinding. Now you're going to grind out a children's book. <laughs> hey, look, it's page 17 again. Remember that picture? Oh, you always laugh at this one. <laughs> I am curious, though, because, uh, yeah, I have, I have young nieces. So yeah, you're, I do want to buy it for no. them just to, what, no? <laughs> Your brother and sister-in-law will not let you go anywhere close to those children with a wow book. Oh, they might, you might be right. They'll be like, Freck, no. <laughs> <laughs> You got some Holly Hobby down there? That's fine. <laughs> Stay out of here with the dragons. <laughs> we'll see. I'll read it first. But it, but it says snowflake. No, that says snow fight. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm just curious if they'd be interested in it or not. There's going to be Yetis in it. Yeah. <laughs> they could have baby Murlocs in the book. Ah! Oh, you know what would be really cool if it was what? one of those books that had like the electronic stuff, like when you turn the page, it makes a noise. And it goes, meow, 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 every time you turn the page. <laughs> 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 I get tired of that book. I had to throw that thing away. <laughs> don't do that, Blizzard. <laughs> Chris, let's listen. Just, just don't, don't. Okay, wait. No, they need to make a children's book before adults. They make those, but. <laughs> In WoW. Oh, okay. Where uh, you press a button and it does like a goblin joke. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a short story, right? Oh. Because of the goblin. I know. Yeah, that's, short, I know. <laughs> that's a bad joke. <laughs> Speaking of bad jokes, let's talk about the, some bad jokes that we got off of Twitter today. I put a call out and I said, uh, give me your worst wow joke. And, um, well, you know, darn if we didn't have some, some answers on that. Yeah, we did. <laughs> I'm asking all these poignant questions this week. You know, what is your favorite moment in WoW? What keeps you playing? We got uh-huh. some fantastic answers on that. And then I was like, give me a what, worst WoW joke. And I think we got a better response from that. <laughs> like Cold from Cold's Gold Factory said, uh, did you hear about all the Torrens that died in the Great Flood and Thousand Needles? It was an utter disaster. Uh... Jigger says, what do you call druids in a spa? A hot tub. Get it? Heal over time. Hot. Hot. Jason says, mage who fart in church must sit in his own pew pew. (laughs) You know, that kind of sounds like one of Coltrane's uh, fortune cookies there, though. Not Chris has a GM joke. It's... What do you call a tree druid when he melee attacks? A combat log. Cole P says, what's the difference between a pile of slaughtered gnomes and a Ferrari? I don't have a Ferrari. Oh. And lastly, non-male. Oh, no, not non-male. <laughs> is, is it clean? I'm scared. Yes. Yes. Okay. Worst wow joke ever. Cataclysm. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that that was that's funny. Oh, <laughs> uh, thank you guys for uh for lightening the mood up for that. That was uh, that was great today. Got a good laugh out of those. So that was much much appreciated. Wow news for the casual player. 
World of Warcraft may increase social competence. What? Yeah. Do tell. There is a study that was published this month in the Journal of Applied Social Psychology. It suggests that WoW can increase social competency and reduce loneliness. Really? The first part of the study used self-report questionnaires to measure the social capacity and loneliness of samples of adolescents who play WoW and those who do not, and they found no significant differences between the groups. In the second part of the study, the researchers found that time spent on WoW was actually linked to higher levels of social ability and reduced loneliness due largely to the diversity of social interactions when physical boundaries are no longer a factor. And the paper suggests that the game's mechanics being built around group content give players more opportunity to practice social skills, as opposed to the common belief that teenagers are missing out on this important development when they spend a lot of time in online spaces. So in other words, you know, we have a stereotype of um, people being, you know, lonely and having no friends and they play these games. And the reality is they have just as much or more. And in fact, teenagers, if they're stuck at home or anyone's stuck at home, instead of being alone, they're actually able to interact with people. And it's increasing their social skills. Yeah. I mean, you do have to learn to interact with people in well. You know, some people do it better than others, admittedly, but you have to learn that it is a, something you have to learn. And as far as it not being social, I was uh, having a conversation today with a guy at work, and he went to a SEO meetup group last night. And I said, well, man, that's cool. How'd it go? How was it? He goes, man, you should have seen it. There were seven people there. I was like, seven people for SEO. He goes, yeah. I was like, okay. I was like, you know, for our meetup groups, for our WOW meetup group, yeah, we get about, you know, 15, 20 people show up. And that baffled him. He's like, what? Those people get out? You guys go out? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, dude. Not only do we go out, we go out and have, you know, a fun time. Sure. He goes, oh, do you guys sitting around with your laptops and play WOW? I'm like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Sit around, have food. Companionship, yeah. yeah, you know, do stuff, you <laughs> know, bowling, you know. So, yeah, it it's interesting to see that study because it does break the stereotype that people think, oh, you play well, you're a social recluse. No, but if you say that again, I'm gonna drop a dot on you. <laughs> <laughs> it's good for parents too who are maybe worried about their kids spending too much time online. It may be affecting their. Uh, social skills. Yeah, and that was something that that has kind of hits a little home with 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 me. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Because Siren now has been playing Torchlight and Torchlight Two. Like he finished them both, which I don't really know what I was entailed with that. But he spent and and a whole a whole lot of time on it. But it's kind of hard to fault the, the, the him when number one, it's summer, you know, and he's fourteen. Sure. Uh. Number two, he's taking two summer courses and has A's in both of them. And number three, I got him like, I don't know, four or five copies, licensed, it was a Steam sale for it. And he's always on playing with his buddies. So there's he's socializing. Right. You know, he's on a vent server 
talking with his buddies. I hooked yeah. him up with the vent server. It's awesome. And you don't have to worry about, you know, where is he? No, he's right there. Yeah. You know, I do have to tell him, look, spend the next 30 minutes with a dog in the backyard, run around, <laughs> get some vitamin D from the sunlight and run, move, move your body. You know, you got to do that. But yeah. I won't be doing that much, much longer. No? No. He's taller than me now. <laughs> he's like gigantic. So <laughs> starting to get a little scared. He's like 14. <laughs> he's, he's still growing? Yeah. Wow. He's, he's over. He's almost 6'2 now. Wow. At 14. Yeah. Yeah. Telling you, it's stuff in the food. It's chemicals in the food, Freck. It wouldn't surprise me. Telling us what it is. That's all it is. So thanks for bringing that information to us, Freck. That's, that's cool. That's interesting. And loyal listeners of HearthCast all know what that sound means. It means Dead Guy is here. Hey, Dead Guy, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? Man, we are hanging in there. It is wonderful, as usual, to talk to you. What is going on with you in the world of Warcraft? Nothing too much. Uh, kind of interesting. I got Heroic Horde on just last night. Awesome. And I also, I think about a week ago, killed Heroic Shaw Fear and got the Fearless title. Ooh. You showed that off? That. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's still pretty hard. So what all is going on with uh, with Open Raid in uh, in the game? Uh, let's see. We keep running uh, decently sized sponsored events. Our next one upcoming, which will be you know before the show is aired, is going to be a race through Tier fourteen normal of Midwinter versus Icy Veins. Where's Midwinter? Is that a zone? Uh, no, that is an alliance guild that's near the top in the world, with oh. slo- led by their Paladin tank Sloot Bag. Oh, they're up in Northern? No. You said top of the world. That's Northern. I I, I don't know what to say to that, Root. You're breaking me again. (laughs) Why do you keep trying to break me, Root? (laughs) Nothing better to do. I don't know. (laughs) I kind of (laughs) figured. Okay, so these are are, are two top-level guilds. Uh, Icy Veins isn't a guild. It's a website. Oh, yeah. How's a website going to play? We know uh, because you talk to them. We interviewed them yeah. before they were popular. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But yeah, they're run by top-level players. They're just not all from the same guild. They're spread out over multiple servers. Oh, I got you. That's all I'm saying. Well, that sounds like fun. What is what is the event? What is it? Is it a run-through where? Uh, T14, which means Mogish and Vaults, Heart of Fear, Terrace of the Endless Spring, Normal Mode. It's a race. It's 25-man. The timer starts when dogs are pulled. Timer ends when Shaw Fear Loot hits the screen. Nice. How do they know? Because screenshots. Oh. And screencasting. And, oh. You know, oh, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, it's also going to be live cast as well through Twitch. That is awesome. So, hey, mm-hmm. real important question here. Yes, what's that? Uh, when is 5.4 launching? I don't know. Nobody knows yet except Blizzard, and even they're not certain. This is true. I have a theory. You have a theory? What's your theory? It's going to be at least um, a year after the launch date of Mop because it's the last content expansion. This is true. Patch. Yeah, it no is more. not the last expansion. We know there's at least one more expansion coming. Right, but it but for Mop, it's the last raid ex- content patch. Raid patch. Yeah. yeah. Yes. yes. Um, based on what they've said, it's not that unlikely that they'll have another minor patch. Like, you know how, like, 5.3 and 5.1 were minor patches that didn't add any raids? Right. 
it wouldn't surprise me if they have another one of those. It's five five, and then there'll be the next expansion pre patch. We do have uh, insider information about what Titan is. Oh, I know it's not going to be uh, monthly pay. It's uh, it's Thrall's baby. Oh, <laughs> that's that's this whole world about Thrall's baby. And when you say inside, you mean inside Agra? Nah, she had the baby already. Oh. Yeah, man, uh, they're all out in the um. By the Durantar. trolls, yeah, yeah. Durantar. Oh, I didn't see the babies. Yeah, you can go see yeah, the baby. You can go see the baby. Oh, okay. Well then, it's rather unappealing, actually, because you go. Well, out there, what are you talking he, about? It's cute. But Thrall's like ba- rags now. Well, he's been in rags since Kata. Like he was wearing that outfit the entirety of Kata. Did you not pay attention? But these are even raggier, and then he doesn't have a decent mount. He's got like a crummy little wolf mount. I'm just disturbed because I know how orcs breastfeed. What? There's blood involved. What? Oh, you read? She read the book. Yeah, I read the book. You have to elaborate for me. Uh, One of the books I read, Lord of the Clans, it has uh, Thrall being breastfed as a baby, and part of the ritual is that the orc mother pricks herself so that the orc baby gets a taste for blood. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you're saying all orc moms are cutters? Pretty much. Pretty much. Except they cut their nipples, not their wrists. Those two words should never be in the same sentence. I know! (laughs) What, nipples and wrists? (laughs) (laughs) So what are you doing with your Herald runs there, uh, there, dead guy? Oh, yeah, I also have a Herald run uh, coming up tonight, I think. I think my Herald runs tonight. Oh, it's tonight? I won't make it. No, you won't. Uh, but, levels no, 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 no. Uh, no, you're not going to make it. Uh, no, I have one running tonight. I run them monthly at this point. Okay. So you'll be able to catch it next month. Okay. Uh, it, what it, it's uh, in Oldowar Ten Man. It's killed Algalon the Observer using gear of equivalent power level than uh, to, as to what can be acquired in Oldowar Ten. What this boils down to is I level two twenty six armor and I level two twenty uh, sorry two thirty two weapons, and then you get that cool title called Herald of the Titans. Yes, I Aww. sport it on my monk all the time. I just walk around as the Herald of the Titans. It is still a feat of strength, and you must be level eighty. If you hit level eighty one, you can no longer earn it on that character. And when does uh, when does that feat of strength go away? Uh, because it's been in the game for two expansions past when it was introduced, possibly never. Oh, okay. That's cool. But you still, once you hit level 81, you can no longer acquire it on that character, so that's why it's still a feat of strength. You have to go to a certain level and stop. That is unusual for achievements. All all normal achievements can basically be gotten at level 90, or whatever the max level is. True, 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 true. Remember, feat of strength does not mean no longer obtainable. Feat of strength means incredibly onerous, difficult, and rare. Oh, okay. See, I didn't know. I actually thought Feet of Strength was something you couldn't get anymore, so that's cool. A lot of them are incredibly rare because they're no longer obtainable. That is a potential way that an achievement can turn into a Feet of Strength is that it's no longer obtainable. But not every one is like that. Ashes of Alara's Feet of Strength. Exactly. Because you're, you're, at the, you're purely at the mercy of RNG and you can only roll the dice once a week per character. So it's incredibly rare, and it's like, hey, you got something you had almost no control over. Congratulations, you got something crazy rare. That, that's like why Ashes of Alar is a feat of strength. Herald of the Titans is a feat of strength because you can't earn it at max level. That kind of stuff. Gotcha. Let's see. 
doing some other raids consistently. Like, uh, I'm doing an interesting way to get the Shaw Fear meta. Shaw Fear meta uh, is don't let anyone in the fight ever get affi- afflicted by a fear. There are two ways to get feared in this fight. Uh, when he reaches 100 energy, he causes everyone on the main platform to become feared, unless mm-hmm. you're standing in the V and safe. Okay. So everyone on the main platform just stands in the V and they're immune to fears, whatever. And then when you get teleported away to the panda platform, if he hits you twice in a row with his ranged attack, you get feared. So don't get hit. So, yeah, you have to dodge it. It's completely dodgeable. It's not oh. aimed at a person. It's aimed at an area. Gotcha. So you just have to get out of the area. Now, with modern gear levels, i.e. Throne of Thunder gear levels, you can zerg it. What I mean by that is you take two tanks, eight DPS... No healers. You blow all your cooldowns, and you kill him before his second ominous cackle. So you only have to deal with it once. Yes. uh, So you kill him before the second uh, uh, ominous cackle. So you have the main platform fear, but you can just stand in the V and be safe. And then what happens is since you kill him before the second ominous cackle, you never have to engage the pandas. So five people will get ported away to the pandas. But if you don't actually attack the panda, he just stands there and does nothing. Oh. So the first five people who get ported away just stand there and wait for the end of the fight. Mm -hmm. They go AFK. Yeah, you can AFK out at that point, yes. While the remainder of the people are pew-pewing the boss as hard as they can to finish him off. So, hey, dead guy, you have an interesting theme or a bunch of things that you carry around in your bags at all time to help you move uh, throughout Azeroth. What are those? Uh, they're personal teleporters. In fact, one is a portal that anyone can use. But it allows me to get to many different places in Azeroth almost instantly so that you need me to appear somewhere in Azeroth. I can get there very quickly, either through directly through one of my own portals or I can teleport to cities that have their own portals and get there from there. So what do you have? Let's see. Uh, I have a Hearthstone. I actually have the, uh, what's it called? Innkeeper's Daughter. That's it. It's an archaeology Hearthstone replacement. It functions exactly like a Hearthstone. But sometimes fact, you get all ghost with you. I think they hotfixed and removed her. I haven't seen her since the beginning of Kata. Hmm. I haven't seen her, but I just thought it was a rare occurrence. I saw her all the time at the beginning of Kata and haven't uh... seen her since. Let's see. Um, in fact, there's also a lot of Hearthstone replacements that are interesting. One of the more fun ones is the Ruby Slippers. What are those? Uh, it's from Karazhan. Oh. Wizard of Oz event. You win Dorothy's Ruby Slippers. Mm-hmm. And then you go, there's no place home, like home, there's no place like home, there's no place like home, and then you hearth. I want that. Yeah. Instead of, you know, when you cast a Hearthstone on the cast bar, it says Hearthstone or whatever. Oh. It says, there's no place like home. That is so cool. Do you still make the same motion with your hands? Uh, yeah. So the mechanics cool. of the spell, the mechanics of the spell are just, it's just a hearthstone. Right. But it just replaces the flavor with ruby slippers. Right. Uh, and you have to equip them to use them. Oh. Suddenly you're not as interested. <laughs> no, because well, I, I forget to put my other boots back on. <laughs> yeah. That, that would get bad. Let's see. What else is there? Uh, in terms of Hearthstone replacements, there's only two that I know of in-game. There's the Innkeeper's Daughter, the Ruby Slippers. Outside of game, there is the Ethereal Portal, which uh, you remember the Ethereals? Uh, that Hey, there are transmogers right now. Uh, you get a portal in their style that acts as your Hearthstone. It just has a nice big graphic of an Ethereal Portal. And then you also can get a dark portal lookalike so that when you start casting your Hearthstone, a dark portal appears above you. And it, graphically, it looks like you're using that to get home. Where do you get those from? TCG. 
Oh, gotcha. They're permanent as far as I understand. They don't have charges, but yeah, you have to get it through the TCG. Let's see. Other teleporters. Uh, one of the ones that anyone can get this at this point at level 90 without difficulty, but it will take time, is the Blessed Medallion of Karabor. Uh, I don't remember the exact name of all the quests. It involves going to Shadow Moon Valley, starting questing with the Ash Tongue Death Sworn. They will eventually send you all through all of the raid pa- raids in BC to kill okay. certain bosses and get certain quest items. Mm-hmm. Uh, at level 90, they're almost all trivial. And then when you're finally finished, uh, then you have to get exalted with the Ashtung Death Sworn, which involves grinding out Black Temple until exalted. And then you get a final last quest to kill Illidan. And when Ooh. you kill Illidan and turn in this quest, you get the Blessed Medallion of Karabor. 15-minute cooldown, necklace with stamina, shadow resist, whatever. Mm-hmm. And what it does is it teleports you to the foot of the Black Temple and only has a 15-minute cooldown. Oh, that's useful. Yeah, so if you need to get, like, to the south side of Outlands for any reason instantly, you just go Medallion of Karabor. Done. Cool. Let's see. Another one that's not hard but time-consuming is the Argent Crusader Tabard. Uh, in order to get it, you have to do the Argent Tournament with mm-hmm. all your capital cities until you're a champion of all capital cities. And until you, you also have to be exalted with all faction cities, mm-hmm. except the Pindaren and the Goblins. Right. This was introduced before they existed, so... You don't need to get exalted with them. Then after that, you have to get 100 of the currency. You can get like 15 a day once you're exalted. And then you turn in the 100 of this currency by doing dailies, which are trivial at 90. And you get the tabard, which acts as a teleport to the Argent Tournament. I've actually been farming TOC 10-man heroic to help uh, my fiancé farm tailoring patterns. Mm -hmm. And that's a really quick way to get there. We just throw on our tabard. doesn't matter where we are. Throw on our tabard, teleport, and we're already there. The next one I have is actually really hard to get. It's Jaina's Locket. The only way to acquire it is for every person that completes Shadowmourne, they get one Jaina's Locket. It is BOE, or rather BOU, bind on use. So they can give it to whoever they want, but there's only one per Shadowmourne created. So if you want to go create a new Jaina's Locket for yourself, you have to go earn Shadowmourne, mm-hmm. which is long and involved. Let's see what else is there. I have my Cloak of Coordination from Guild, which lets me teleport to Orgrimmar, because my Hearthstone's not set to Orgrimmar. Let's see. I think that's about it. It's well, the main the one. the last relic of Argus. Oh, yeah, the last relic of Argus. Since it doesn't teleport you to a preset destination, I don't use it that often, but I use it whenever I'm bored. It uh, Specifically, it's faster than a Hearthstone. It only has a four-second cast time. And it's basically used if you want to be anywhere but here. <laughs> Well, I used it a lot when I was doing archaeology. I wasn't really picky about where I needed to go, but I need, just needed to go yeah. somewhere in uh, Azeroth. Teleport, go to the nearest yeah, no, site. I, yeah, that makes total sense. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it doesn't necessarily teleport you to Azeroth, though. It can also take you to Outlands. Really? I haven't had to do that yet. I've had it take me to Outlands once or twice. Yeah. My favorite place it took me is it took me into the broken statue in Booty Bay. Oh, that's cool. Like, I was inside the statue, and I'm like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> that's all the teleporters I can think of off the top of my head. Well, I have one There's... that's uh, engineering only, but it's the Area 52 transporter. Area 52 dimensional ripper. Thank you, yes. And when you go through it, you get some sort of debuff that's uh, cosmetic. <laughs> Right. Uh, there are engineering teleporters. Uh, there's one for every expansion so far except Cataclysm. Okay. 
Uh, so there's, and it's uh, a lot of them are dependent on whether you're gnomish or goblin to, mm. tells you where you go. So there's one for classic. So you either go to Winter Spring or Silith. Not not Silithus, sorry. Winter Spring or Tanaris. Okay. The Outlands one takes you to either Area 52, which is a Netherstorm, or takes you to instead Toshley's Outpost in Blades Edge Mountain. Oh, yeah. Toshley's Outpost City, but to a horde gnomish engineers will still end up going there. Mm-hmm. The teleporter pad is safely outside the city, so you're not going to get ganked by guards if you go there. Let's see what else is there. Then there's the Northwind Run. This one's more fun. Uh, it has a preset list of places in Northwind it could take you. It's like eight or so long. But it only shows about five of those possible locations each time you use the item. So you're at the whim of RNG of where all in Northrend you're able to go. Oh, that's right. And then when you go through it, sometimes you're falling from the sky. Yes, that's same with the old ones, too. Uh-huh. Uh, that's why you should always either have a parachute cloak or a goblin glider. Let's see. The There is no Cataclysm one, as far as I know. There's a Mr. Pandaria one, which takes you to a random zone in Pandaria. Doesn't that kind of so, put you far away from where you wanted to go, though? Depends, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is very common is uh, if you're stuck not in Pandaria and need to get Pandaria now, it'll get you to Pandaria faster than flying to, like, Orgrimmar and taking the portal. Right. Alternatively, say I'm in Jade Forest. I want to go to Town Long for whatever reason. Okay. Jade Forest is literally on the opposite side of the continent from Town Long. So if I use the teleporter, I will li- very likely end up closer to Town Long than I am right now. Oh, gotcha. So that's why, like, Alicia does that all the time. Just get me closer. Yeah, exactly. I remember one time I said I needed a hearth back to, uh, like, the bank or whatever. And uh, when I hearth, I actually moved like two feet because I just set my hearthstone in that place and forgot. <laughs> I was like, don't. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, um, hearthstone doesn't immediately trigger a load screen. It only triggers a load screen if you go fast, far enough, rather. So if you hearth to where, right next to where you're standing, you don't get a load screen. You're just instantly there. Yeah. Oh. You just go blink, and I'm like, wait a Never minute. Never burned my hearth to try that. Yeah, don't. It's Okay. Mm. It's like climatic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a- you're just you're just two feet to the left all of a sudden. Yeah. yeah. That reminds me of something I discovered last night that was really funny. Uh, okay. Do you guys know about the ICC Five Mans? They're five man dungeons in yes. Ice Crown Citadel in Northrend. So halls of reflection. Uh, do you know how there's the RP at the beginning that has either uh, Jaina Bridgemore or Sylvanas talking yes. to the Lich? Okay, Lich King comes through a door that opens, and that if you ran through that door, you could skip hypothetically skip the first two bosses. Okay. What happens if you personally try to run through that door while it's open for him? At, when you get to a set point, you're automatically teleported back 15 yards. Okay. And if I just turned on auto run, I would run 15 yards forward, teleport back, run, teleport, run, teleport, and just kept cycling forever. Kind of like when you try to go in the wrong place in Dalaran. Yes, except you're not even stunned. There's oh. no debuff, there's no nothing, so you could just keep going forever. Oh, okay. It felt a lot like portals from the game portal can't play it but the idea is you walk through the portal over here and you're suddenly over there and you can just keep going back and forth back and forth as much as you want cool it's very silly uh, i was doing that while farming with my brother for his herald tune oh cool so when i do my herald run i'll see you do that i'm sure no oh okay because you can gear yourself. You're not that lazy. Yes, I am. 
Let's have you guys met? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes, I am. The thing is, is you will probably hit 80 within enough time that we won't have to farm the five mans that hard. We're having to farm the five mans that hard because there's not enough raid lockouts till tomorrow. Or tonight, rather. So the five mans will give two 19s, which is relevant for every slot. It's not best, but it's better than, you know, 200s or quest greens. True that. Okay, that's all I got on teleporters, I think. Unless you guys can <laughs> spark my memory. Uh, yeah, I got one for you. Sure. The the Brewfest one. Oh, the mole machine. I forgot about that. <laughs> yes, that thing is fun. You are also subject to RNG in the form of when you do Brewfest, the first time daily you killed Corin Dire Brew. When you get that keg of goodies, it has a chance to contain the Dire Brew remote. This will take you and anyone who clicks on it down to Blackrock Depths. Back when I was farming Molten Core, I loved this thing. Because then I could go, like, I'm in Orgrimmar. I need to go to Molten Core. Mm-hmm. Boop, boop, boop. Now I'm in Blackrock Depths. And people love to put that down on top of Mage Portals. Yes, it's funny. Ooh, I'm going to start doing that on our Undasta runs. Yeah. When we're done? Yeah, that'll be fun. See, the problem is, is Blackrock Depths has an instance cap, I think, of, like, five people. So only the first five people who will click on it will actually go. Oh. But at least it'll be funny for the first five people. True. True. And I'll do it at the end of the run. That way, you know, we don't yeah. mess people up. Because then it'll be like, lock, uh, port, portal, please lock. We're going to lock portal. Exactly. Lock closet, please lock. Exactly. It's a TV, remember? Cookies in a closet, please lock. Exactly. <laughs> That's all you're good for, right? Cookies in a closet. Hello. At least you're good for something. Nobody asked me for anything. Yeah, they right. do. They actually turn growl off. off. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. I can that's do cool right. stuff. I can bloodlust. I can rest people. Nobody cares. Not in a 40 man, no, because that's already covered by classes who don't have to switch pets yeah, to do it. Yeah, I know. I don't have to switch pets. Yes, you do. Battle res pet is different from bloodlust pet. That's true, but I usually keep my battle res pet out. Okay, that's yeah. fine. Uh, let's see. Uh, it's not as fun as the custom mage portal introduced this expansion that has to be done a special way in Scarlet Halls. Are you talking about old Dalaran? Yep. A lot of people have it, but not everybody. It's mage only, and I think it's only in the heroic version, so level 90 only, I believe. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was just in there the other day in my low-level mage, and there's nothing. But did you successfully intercept all the book burner spells? Uh, n- no. I just because looked for a book in the room inter- after. No, 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 no. Oh. If any, the boss casts a spell called Bookburner, if any of these casts successfully hit the oh. wall, is destroyed. He's burning his books for reals, and you have yes. to stop him. That is yeah. so cool. I didn't know there was anything like that. Yes. Like, whenever I have a mage in the group as a tank, like on my warrior, when I because t- I tank heroics because it's faster cues than DPS, and because whatever, I outgear the content by 80 eye levels, I don't care. <laughs> Um, I just always stand in Bookburner. Uh, Bookburner, he has a cast bar called Bookburner. It is not interruptible. There's a little red line that goes in between his hand and the wall. If you stand in the red line, you will intercept the spell. It will hit you and not burn any books. Do you burn instead? Because that would be painful. Yes. yes, you take 50k fire damage. Your max health is at least 300k. Oh, okay. F- yes, it hurts, but it's not important. It's a good thing we're heroes. Otherwise, I don't think I'd, you know, take a bullet for a buck. Or, you no, know no. I mean? you, 
You're not taking a bullet for just any book. You're taking a bullet for a book that will let you kill people with surprise. Oh, true. I've almost been killed by surprise. I have before, like once or twice. Uh-huh. Sometimes I go through it and I save myself with heroic leap because her warriors could just do that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so you have to stop the books from burning in order to save that particular book in order to learn teleport and portal ancient Dalaran. Oh, okay. I'm going to go learn that. So anything else going on with you in uh, IRL there, dead gang? Uh, nothing much, really. Working nothing on them marriage plans and... Yes, as best I can. Uh, still at the whim of immigration laws. Yeah. You know, um, if you need some good tips, uh, I think uh, uh, Edward Snowden might be able to help you out with some stuff there. So, <laughs> Yeah, he just got his way into uh, Russia. Yeah, yeah, for a year anyhow. So, yeah, here's that. Yeah. But but I don't want to go to Russia. Oh, yeah. You're going to Northrend. Go yeah, Northrend. <laughs> no, that's Greenland. Greenland is Northrend. Oh. Okay. Because it's its own island out there. True. Yeah. Yeah, he said it's the Great White North, eh? Hey, let me yeah. ask you something. What's that? Why is Grizzly Hills not snowy? Because the most northern sections... Okay. Canada, while being predominantly in uh, the top end in the northern hemisphere, mm-hmm. is not all snowy. Because a parts of it are far enough south, south to not be snowy. Okay. And uh, honestly, it's partly because it's covered by trees. It keeps, helps keep the snow off the ground. Uh, there's some snow. In parts of Grizzly Hills, there is some snow. Aliens, Freck, is yes. why. Aliens? Yes. You talking about the drain eye? No, she, he is talking about the History Channel guy who sits there with his crazy hair and his hands up in front of him in a weird pattern and just goes, aliens. <laughs> it's a meme on the interweb nets. Okay. I'll go check it out. Root's making a gesture, so I think I got a handle of it. Aliens. <laughs> <laughs> it's the answer to everything. Anything that's unexplained? Aliens. So, uh, also, also, because I'm going to reward her if she listens to the show, I did manage to finish the engagement ring today. Finish it? Are you building it? Yes. Like, I, I helped design it, and I got the last stone set today. Like, you set it yourself? No, no, I had it done, but I still helped design it. Oh, you designed it. Cool. What's it look like? Frostmourne. I don't want to reward her that much. Okay. I still want it to be a surprise when she gets it. Oh, you're right. You're right. Before you leave, you throw out your, uh, your social information and how people can get a hold of you. Sure. They could follow me on Twitter. I'm at Kerboden, K-I-R-B-O-D-I-N. I'm also on Open Raid. I, my primary character is Dead Guy. When I post in the forums and in chat, I'm Kerboden. And then you can always find me on the Tenaris realm on U.S. servers, Horde side. I'm on Dead Guy, my main all the time, D-E-D Guy. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming out and joining us again on HearthCast. This podcast is part of the Ego Podcasting Network. So tell me about this little hey blizz moment you got going on here, Freck. All right. I had this moment when I was loving my mage. Okay. I picked a frost mage, so I have a pet water elemental. Right. Can you see I have a type, you know, range DPS for yeah, pet? Yeah, That's yeah, my yeah. thing. Sure. Now, apparently. Yeah, I like that, though. Um, yeah, me too. I have as a companion pet what is called a water waverling. 
I tamed Dover and Zoldrak. And all it is is just a mini version of the water elemental that the mages get. So when I'm fighting, I have the big water elemental who's throwing um, water bolts at my target. And then I have the companion pet who's not doing anything. Just chilling out. Just chilling. But I think he should be in training. I mean, one day he's going to be big. He's going to be some other mage's pet. Oh, you put some RP into this. Yeah. Okay, I see where you're going. I see where you're going. Okay. A little RP into it. So instead of just hanging out. Right. And this is what I think all, all companion pets should do. Maybe next expansion. I don't know. Is they don't just follow you around. Okay. They animate like they're fighting your target. They don't actually do any damage, so it doesn't... You're shadow boxing. Yeah, it doesn't actually give you any advantage over anyone else by having a companion pet out. But how cute would it be, right? You're in PvP or something. And this druid comes up in cat form like... Actually, I don't even know if druid go to cat form PvP. I don't know. But you got like a big cat like, you know, mauling at you. And then you have this little tiny kitten. It's like... Meow. <laughs> let me at him. Oh, let's rock him. Let me at him. Let me at him. <laughs> yeah, no, right? Do, I mean, the, and they all have fighting animations yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah. I think they do that on the Hello Kitty uh, Dinosaur Island. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> it's cute. Uh huh. Let me turn it off. But I don't, see, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a pet guy. So. Maybe, yeah. I mean, you could probably turn it off, control it, like just chill. Let's think about this. Okay, we have these <laughs> That'd trinkets. Be the command to just chill. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you have trinkets. We have these trinkets, like one that uh, summons three swords to fight for you. We oh, got them in Pandaria. Yeah, one yeah. in the summons. Um, Whirlwind. Moldo, the not so smart. <laughs> and I know they made a certain item level to compensate for the damage that it does. But you know, you and I are wanting those to be turned into items anyway. You're right. Right, right. And I don't even care if those items don't do any damage. Because to me, it's just the cosmetic of having, you know, uh, a null follow me around. Sure. He doesn't do damage. He just, like, shoots whatever I'm shooting. Cosmetic. Cosmetic. I like that idea. It'd be hilarious in PvP. Unnerving the other players. It'd be cool if you had something like going with your idea of Uh of your companion pet um, mimicking you, shadow boxing, whatever Uh you want to call it. But, like, if if you shot a bolt... If the bolt went like like nowhere near, like he just all of a sudden he's like shooting off to the left, you know, like <laughs> uh, you know, because he didn't have any control over the shadow bolt or whatever's coming out, yeah. right? Because he's learning, you know, or maybe he blows himself oh, up every yeah. so often, you know. I mean, there's all different types of pets. I mean, that have like Dark Moon Tongs as pets. What is that? You know, the tongs that you get in and um, you do the fair games. No. You ride around a tongue. No. The little mechanical things, you drive it around and you shoot targets. Oh, tank. They're called tongs. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I think I've been to the Darkman Fair twice. Okay. Yeah. All right. It creeps uh, me out. The music. Yeah, it reminds me too much. I mean, I like it, but it reminds me a lot of like uh, going to um, Halloween Horror Nights and going to the Haunted I Clown you liked House. That. I do, but it just. <laughs> It's really creepy is when you get on the carousel. Like, that music is creeping yeah, up already, but right? sometimes it glitches. Yeah. It sounds even worse. Oh, man. Anyway, so I'm saying, like, there's there's all these, there's ten different types of pets that you have. Ten types. Ten types. They all, they're already designed to have fighting animations. I just think they need to take it to the next level and, like, have the option to have your companion f- pet fight for you. But in the cosmetic way. So it just looks funny. 
So if you were a uh, warlock demonologist and you had your imp out and you summoned your army of imps showed up and you uh-huh. had an extra pet, companion pet imp. Right. It would just confuse people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, it, would like, act, it would act like it's attacking, but right. it wasn't actually doing like, anything. What are you, king of the imps? What is going on here? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I am. Thank you. They're all taller than me. Yeah. <laughs> all right. And I don't know. I don't think that would be too difficult to do. Because a lot know. of those, like if it's a smaller version of a, of a, you know, they already fight. Yeah. So. And you can see it in the world. Yeah. So the, the mechanics there. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's good. Good call. I like that. On that note, Freck, let's wrap this one up. It's been show number 180. Can you believe that? Yeah. It's a lot of shows. That's a lot of shows. It's a lot of shows. We thank you guys for being part of our lives and allowing us to share our lives with you through the podcast. Coming up here, we have our WOW meetup coming up. We're going to be at Frickin' and Kegler here in Orlando. It's going to be a Friday, August 9th. We'll be there at 6 o'clock at night. A lot of food, a lot of fun. It's got bowling alleys. It's got huge TV screens. It's got an arcade. Pool tables upstairs. Pool tables, dartboards. Uh, like a British themed food, fish and chips, and stuff. And what are those things? The Irish nachos, mm. which is like a loaded baked potato on. Um, oh, loaded waffle fries. Waffle fries, yeah. Melted cheese and yeah. bacon and yeah, all sorts of artery clogging goodness. Oh, that make me hungry. <laughs> <laughs> and you get it in less than an hour. Oh. It's fantastic. <laughs> you should try this. It's really fun. Be there August ninth. We will, and so <laughs> you'll see if Freckleface gets her food. Uh, within the allotted time. <laughs> you can always try dropping the Sonic guy's name, too, how far that gets you. <laughs> he said drop his name. Just go for it. Folks, we are always on the lookout for the next recipient of our Hearthy Award. You cannot win them. You can only earn them. Folks, if you know somebody who is deserving of this Hearthy Award, let us know. We'll check them out. We do the vetting. We will do the ultimate decision. And who will win the next, or who will earn, rather, the next coveted Hearthy Award. And as always, if you want to challenge myself or Freckleface in a game of HearthCast AOE, all you need to do is head over to HearthCast.com. Use that little speak pipe app that's on the page. It's on the uh, right-hand side of the page. Use that. It will submit a voice message to us, and we will take care of the rest of the details. We are here in the studio typically Thursday nights around 6 o'clock to 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. If you get about 15, 20 minutes, we will call you over, over Skype, and you can challenge one of us. It's good times and good fun had by all. I want to give a special thank you to those of you who have given us a five-star review on iTunes. And I also want to say thanks again to Diz, and want to say thank you to Shakti on Twitter. Also, special thanks to all of people who participated in the worst joke of WoW Twitter uh, joke off today. That was that was a lot of fun, and everybody else who's been responding in Twitter over this past week, and I've been asking my questions. That means a lot to me when you guys do that. Hey, while you're out around on the internet, go check out egonetworks.com. Rich Fisher is leading this uh, this group of podcasts over there. There are geek podcasters, TV show podcasters, WoW podcasters, Star Wars podcasts. There's a whole plethora of podcasts for you to check out. And if that's not enough podcast goodness for you, jump over to reddit.com forward slash r forward slash wow podcast. That is plural. You can get the latest and greatest of all the relevant wow podcasts that are out there. If you have your own podcast, you can list it there for free. 
Just submit a link to the latest podcast, and uh, it'll get published over there. And that is a great place to pick up any kind of new and interesting podcast uh, dealing with the world of Warcraft. From early on episodes uh, that people do to you know shows that around for years, go check them out. That is, again, reddit.com forward slash r forward slash wild podcast plural. Don't forget to check out our good friends over at the Trending Dummies. That's a Hind and Hot Pox. And whoever they've got on as their guest, folks, I cannot stress enough that these are the people you need to listen to if you want to improve the game you love to play. That is Training Dummies. Go check them out. Also, Vote to Kick with Synergy, Akari, Eclipse, and Drathan. They're over on twitch.tv slash vote number two kick. This is an explicit podcast, but it's funny, guys. They record on Wednesday nights around 8 o'clock Eastern time. Between 8 and 9, you'll see them come on live, and you can listen to them. You can interact with them in their chat room over on twitch.tv forward slash vote number two kick. And if you read the Warcraft books or you want to start reading them, uh, go check out the Warcraft Well Read. It's a monthly book club podcast by Epsana and Skolnick. And it's really cool what they do is they will actually post ahead of time which book they're going to be covering and when, so you can get it read and you can listen to their podcast about it after you've already read the book. Um, so there's a book club on the site called Goodreads. Uh, I'm on there. I have listed all the books that I've read so far and all that I'm planning to read. And probably start uh, writing reviews for them pretty soon. Um, but you can actually friend me and uh, several other people from the WoW community. Uh, my username is HearthCastFreck, same as Twitter. So go check out Goodreads.com and the Warcraft Well Read podcast. And you can be part of next week's show by sending us your questions, comments, or any other feedback. Send an email to contribute at HearthCast.com. You can tweet me at HearthCastFreck or Root at HearthCastRoot. You can like our Facebook page or you can send us a voice message on HearthCast.com using SpeakPipe. No registration or installation required. We'd again like to thank our sponsors for Season 5 of HearthCast. That is OpenRead. Go check out OpenRead.com today. And hey, you can have your whole group killing world bosses every week like Freck and I with like no issue whatsoever. You just sign up. And you're done. You don't have to be trolling trade or trolling looking for group or whatever. It's just done. It's so simple. Go check out openrate.org today. You can find HearthCast on iTunes, Stitcher, or just drop our RSS feed into your favorite podcasting app. Until next week, this has been Root and Freckleface for HearthCast.com. Thanks for listening.